Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Welcome. I'm so happy that you're joining me for another episode. I'm back this week with more talk about charcuterie boards because frankly, I just get so many questions about them. Last week, I talked about a formula or some simple rules that help narrow down all the choices for a charcuterie board since the options available to us these days can be a little overwhelming. If you need some help in that area, I suggest listening to last week's episode, number 11. It's a short episode, but can save you lots of time at the grocery store. This week, I'm covering another topic that's helpful to those who are just beginning with charcuterie, and that is, what are the essential tools for making a charcuterie board? And by essentials, in this case, I'm referring to essential tools that we might need. But first, I want to give a shout out to SLAH Diva who left a review on Apple Podcasts for the Happy Hostess podcast. She said, love this podcast. It's full of encouragement and inspiration. She turns hospitality into a gift you want to share. It's my favorite, and I subscribe to a lot of podcasts. Can't wait for the next episode to hit. Thank you, SLH Diva, for your kind words, and I appreciate you taking the time to rate and review Happy Hostess podcast. It helps others find the podcast and I can use all the help that I can get. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But now let's get back to the topic of charcuterie essentials. What tools do we really need to make a pretty charcuterie board? Of course, you can make a charcuterie board without any of these items, but these are the things that will really make it easy and simple to have everything you need to make one quickly. Let's start with the most obvious one. You need a board or something to serve the charcuterie. These come in all shapes and sizes, very small to really, really big ones. I have used all kinds of things to serve from a plate to different size trays, slates, wooden boards, and even wax paper for a grazing table. They all work, but each come with their own pros and cons. I'll bring up the most popular ones first. We've all seen the wooden boards over and over on Instagram and in magazines. It's what most people think of when they think of a charcuterie board. The ones that resemble or actually are cutting boards. Some pluses for wooden boards are that they can be very attractive and found readily in all different shapes, sizes, and price points. Some negatives for the wooden board is that many of them don't have a lip or an edge so they don't contain runaway items like nuts or fruits that are easily knocked off. And that makes it harder for transporting as well. Also, many of them are not dishwasher safe. Now, if you wanna find some really top-notch boards, you need to go online to House of Hyacinth. Cindy Kane sells an amazing line of boards created by Sandy Coughlin, also known as the Reluctant Entertainer on Instagram. She sells the most beautiful, unique boards. Some are as big as 24 inches and even 36 inches. But most importantly, they all have a generous lip all around the board. 
So you don't have to worry about things falling off or moving around when you're moving it. I have my eye on one of the blackboards, but I haven't quite made up my mind yet, which is my favorite. I will link the House of Hyacinth in the show notes for you in case you want to check it out for yourself. Another option is a tray. And when I've used trays, I like to use the ones with handles that are like two inches deep. This keeps all the items easily contained, and it's especially handy for transporting if you need to take it to a friend's house. However, I don't think these are necessarily the most attractive choice. Not that they are awful. It's just not the most aesthetic of all the choices out there. But it's definitely utilitarian. Slates are also another choice. They are a very attractive option since the colors tend to really pop against the black of the slate. Slates are also fun to write on with chalk if you want to label cheeses or write a message. They are, however, very heavy and need to be extra careful with them as they can chip and break when if it's dropped or bumped up against something. As a general rule, slate shouldn't be going in the dishwasher either. Finally, I'm going to talk about my favorite way to serve a charcuterie, and that is on a Lazy Susan. It helps to be able to turn the plate to reach what you want, and you can easily put it in the middle of a round dining table so that everyone seated can reach it. I have a medium-sized round marble Lazy Susan. It's about 14 inches round, so it's small enough to store in the refrigerator so that it's no problem to assemble the charcuterie ahead of time and then just stick it in the fridge but it holds enough to feed quite a few people. I also love if it's been in the refrigerator for a while, it will keep all the perishable items cool for quite some time after you serve it. The marble is gorgeous, but you do need to keep in mind that it can stain. I'll put berries in a clear bowl, or if I have oily cheese that might stain it, I'll put some herbs or some wax paper underneath it. I also have an oversized wooden Lazy Susan that makes a huge statement, but it's better suited for those larger gatherings. So when you're buying your first board, just keep in mind the event you'll be using it for and decide which materials are best suited for you. They will all do the job nicely. The second essential that you need is a set of small bowls to hold condiments, jellies, or sauces. You can even put dips, berries, or nuts in them as well. Of course, there are lots of choices, but I even saw some mini coconut bowls, which would be so cute for a tropical theme party or a luau. I prefer glass most of the time. The most practical thing to start with when you're starting out with the charcuterie, though, are small glass bowls in a few sizes or all white ones. I usually prefer glass most of the time since they blend into the background, and the emphasis then is on the food and not the bowl. I just usually buy the small and expensive ones. They work well, and I never have to be worried about a few not making it back home if they are lost in the shuffle when I take it to a friend's house. The last essential you need to have on hand is a collection of cheese knives, plus some smaller utensils like tongs, spoons, and spreaders. A cheese knife set will usually come with at least three knives that are made to serve specific types of cheeses. For example, for harder cheeses, a cheese cleaver does the job well. And if you're dealing with cheeses that have waxes or rinds around the edges, a cheese chisel is your best bet. 
There's usually a third more oval-shaped one for softer cheeses like brie or camembert. And sometimes they will add a cheese fork into the set as well. That usually has two or three tines. It's nice for serving or moving firmer cheeses around on the board. Lastly, you need some miniature size utensils like spoons and tongs and spreaders. The tongs are great for picking up pieces of fruit or cheese and the petite sized spoons and spreaders are nice to have for nuts, dried cranberries, sauces, and jellies. I try to have a lot of these on hand because I always seem to need more than I think. So to recap, the main essential tools that you need to get started with charcuterie is number one, at least one board or an item to serve. You pick the material and shape that is most beneficial to you. You probably already have something in your kitchen or pantry that would work well. Number two, small containers like glass bowls to use for display and putting items like condiments inside. And number three, you need utensils for charcuterie like cheese knife set, petite sized tongs, spoons, and spreaders. If you have all of these things on hand, you will be well-equipped when entertaining and serving charcuterie, and you can feel confident knowing that you have everything you need. Let me know if you have any other questions about charcuterie specifically, or if there's a topic that you would like discussed on the podcast. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.